0: Hey, just a quick note uh, before we get started, even before the cold open, uh, this podcast is being recorded actually on the road. I am in Lake County, Ohio, on the road coming back from a family vacation, but I don't miss weeks, remember? If I'm anything, I'm consistent. So we have taken kind of a step back this week in our audio quality. Uh, Next week it will be stellar. I've got some new equipment coming in that's actually waiting for me in my mailbox when I get home. Uh, So just live with this one. Um, Also, you're going to hear some giggling and some prompts. Uh, That's because my family's in the car while I'm doing this. I'm usually alone in my room when I record these, but my family's hearing this one live. And uh, if you want to know, my wife is, like, really irritated with this whole process. She She wishes I would quit. Uh, But I ain't never going to quit my little kumquats. I'm here for you. Uh, Jackie, what would you like to say? She said that she really likes being married to a professional podcaster. (laughs) It's her favorite thing. Hey, uh, when people ask me what I do for a living, I say I'm a podcaster because I don't have any other job. (laughs) Do you have anything to say about being married to a professional podcaster? Mm -hmm. You know, like 16 people are hearing this. All right, it's going to be family time, but uh, I said, forget you, family. I have my own family, the Newman the Podcast Listening family, and I'm there for you first. I ain't never no deadbeat dad. I ain't going to run out for no cigarettes. I'm here with you, darlings. You keep me going, all 16 of you. (laughs) Let's start a show. You remember when you were young and your mom would have someone come visit and they, they'd they be talking in the kitchen and they bring their weird kid with them and they go, Oh, oh you, you'll you love Percy. He's about the same age as you. Why don't you guys play together? And you're like, alright, let's come on down to the basement. You go down to the basement and you're like, you want to play Nintendo? And Percy's like, Father does not allow me to play Nintendo. We have a seahorse sawhorse and you're like oh god so then it's like all right we'll play contra because it's not that it's not that hard for you and you're playing contra and like you're stuck on the right side of the screen while you wait on this weirdo to like f- try and miss and flip onto some ledge and they can't get to and you're stuck because it won't scroll any further because old percy's over in the left side <laughs> stuck and you're just stuck and then eventually one of the backups shows up, shoots you in the head. You don't even see them because they're off screen because you can't move further point? Yeah, you know that feeling? That's what it's like to be a dad on a family vacation. Just stuck, waiting on two weirdo morons to catch up. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. It's so glad. So glad to be with you. I'm just coming back. Um, from a trip to Canada with my family, (laughs) some serious Clark Griswold bullcrap is happening over here. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you to join us again. Uh, we're so happy. Uh, I'll have a lot of stories from the road to talk to you about this week, but, uh, well, let's start the show. Going the true North strong and free. I spent the last couple days in Canada, uh, in the province of Ontario. Have I been there before? But um, the poutine—Are you, you clear? Everybody clear on poutine? Yeah. Not you. You ate it with me. <laughs> Don't say yeah. Um, audience in the microphone—is everyone clear on poutine? It's French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. You know who makes a decent poutine? mcdonald's i went into that mcdonald's and i ordered myself a little poutine and uh i had to stop myself um from calling it (laughs) poontang like i'll have a hamburger and some (laughs) poontang and then i had to explain to my son what poontang was (laughs) And then for the next rest of the vacation, uh much to my wife's saga, uh my uh my son and I were members of the Poontane clan. <laughs> we're in the Poontang clan. <laughs> Alright, we're method in red. Hi uh, no, Redman uh Ace uh, my son. Ace Redman's not in the uh Poon-tang clan. <laughs> but sometimes he would do features on Poontang clan. <laughs> Got it. Um, So yes, poutine (laughs) Is delicious Um, And this car That's barreling through Ohio right now Is full of All dressed chips All dressed chips Are delicious They're uh, uh, The flavor's hard to place But it's a good flavor It's like, for me It's what I wish Barbecue chips Would taste like it's, the, it's what I'm wanting out of a barbecue chip is an, all, an all-dress chip. Toronto's a lovely city. Uh, when they get it built, it's going to be great. <laughs> the, oh, oh, God, the construction. Um, we went to uh, maybe the worst dining experience of my life. We went to a place called the Rainforest Cafe. Have you seen this thing? Have you seen um, I got the chicken parm, which is probably not native to the rainforest, if I had to guess. <laughs> I don't think people in the Amazon are eating chicken parms. Um, so Canada, it's so strange watching television in another country. It, it, nothing is familiar. The advertise like nothing is familiar whatsoever. Um, it kind of reminds you of the things you've seen. But it just isn't quite the same. We're same-same, but also different. We're different, but same-same. Do you understand? But overall, my experience in the Great White North was a positive one. I can't wait to return. Um those of you that have been following my adventures, I've been, I have been—I did bring my canteen and I filled it up full of lots of water. Uh, my next adventure next month, you're going to want to be a part of. Uh, I am going to see every captive panda in the United States. I'm heading out on a road trip and you're going to come with me and I'm going to visit every giant panda that calls the United States of America home. I'm going to learn all their names I may even learn how to write some of their names in their... If uh, They're not kanjis. What are they for Chinese? Chinese characters? Uh, but I'm going, I'm going on a panda tour, kids, and you're going to come along with me. Uh, but uh, I, give, I give Canada four maple leaves out of five. And that's my review of the entire country of Canada. <laughs> Hey, just a quick warning. The segment that's coming up next, I got kind of passionate near the end. If you're wearing headphones, go ahead and click down four or five on the volume button. Um, I kind of got a little out of control with the volume, and I don't want to hurt anybody, so just just heads up. Volume down for the next segment. So I was walking down the streets of a, a, a town in Ontario. And it was crowded streets, and and I do. I, trigger warning. I'm going to be talking about other cultures in the most respectful way possible. But when I get to a German fellow, I will be doing the accent. Um, I have a pass because uh, my wife and son are both Germans, so I have a pass. If you marry and have to live with these people, then you get to you get to do the accent. So I'm walking down and here's what I'm I, I i we are as a society a beautiful colorful tapestry made of different threads from all over this this only inhabitable planet in the known in the known galaxy and not every culture has the same unwritten rules for Sidewalk etiquette, etiquette in a crowd. Um, not everybody knows you're supposed to be on the right side. We haven't always agreed on that, I guess. But if you're a small woman from the other side of the planet, do you think walking full force to towards someone who's six foot five and three hundred pounds is a good idea? Like you're playing chicken with a truck here. Like, just scooch out. (laughs) I don't... So it was hard walking through a multicultural um, sidewalk. But what really threw me for a loop is there was a gentleman who, first of all, you... For for being midweek, morning time Canada, you went through a lot to get dressed this morning. He was wearing, like, platform boots that had, like, 15 buckles on each shoe. And like super super tight, I wouldn't say leather pants, but they, that shit wasn't cotton for sure. And then like a tank top, like the upstairs the upstairs is cool, but the downstairs is hot. And you're walk he's walking around with a very ornate sunshine umbrella. Okay, but here's the kicker: this guy had a backpack, which was a clear plastic backpack. Specifically made to hold a a rabbit. He had a rabbit in a backpack. Walking around the streets of this Canadian city. You know, I'm cool. I'm not judgmental. Have I ever judged anyone? No. And I said, hey bud. What's your bunny's name? This question to a man. Wearing a bunny backpack. Completely caught him off guard. He was not prepared to, to field questions about the rabbit he had on his back. I, I, And then, he, you know what he got to do? You know what this man got to do? Look at me like I was from the planet Xanadu. He looked at me like the weirdest person that ever lived. You're walking around with a bunny. You don't get to look at me like I'm crazy. You took your bunny for a backpack walk. Are you, am I going crazy? I was wearing Skechers. You are wearing a bunny. My shoes say Hoka on the side. Yours have 15 buckles. You don't get to act like I'm a weirdo. You're a weirdo, buddy man. <laughs> <is a> <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. After about two minutes of being startled by my query, he then said, The name is baby. And then as he walked away with his partner, his partner and she was a mess too. As they walked away, I looked at my wife and I said, that a, that bunny does not have a name and B they are 100% cooking that bunny tonight. That's not pet. They're walking around with lunch. tell you where i am in my life right now um i have reached the i refuse to beg for t-shirt canon t-shirts at ball games like a sea park seal can i ask a question for the people who are trying to get this what size is that t-shirt if it there's no way that shirt fits you. There, the, the odds of it being a medium are astronomical. You can't. You don't know. And also, you don't know what that T-shirt says. It's it's the cheapest promotional uh, look. I think we should all band together in a union of humans and just say we're not gonna we're not gonna leap to our feet and beg for a Gildan size small promotional t-shirt anymore. Why does a t-shirt cannon get our society so amped up? Like, what is the, you you can't, all of you, all of you lemmings, you came here today dressed in your own t-shirt, you have one. It's not, they're not firing gold out of these stupid can. Stop it. You, you stop it. It's not your size and it ain't a t-shirt you'd want anyway. Go to the gift shop and pay $67 for the one you want. <laughs> Why are they so expensive? License material is stupid. I' uh, speaking of t-shirts hey if you go over to the T public shop at the uh, at the link that's uh, in our bio of the uh, Instagram feed uh, over at Newman the podcast Instagram you can buy a t-shirt that will just come to your house. You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to catch it from a high-velocity cannon. You can just have that t-shirt, including my little kumquats, the world-famous, yeah, Erica Heartless, I heard about what you said on Twitter, the world-famous, kumquat t-shirt you can get it right there you don't have to degrade yourself you don't have to debase yourself at a ball game to get it it'll come for 16 dollars because they're having a sale it'll come right to your house and people will pay people will read your t-shirt and go what does kumquat mean and then you get to say there's this awesome podcast that i listen to called newman the podcast and you should listen to it too so t public the link is in our bio buy a kumquat shirt looking at my feet the other day. I had an opportunity to just take a look at the old at the old paws and I am deathly afraid. What keeps me up at night is the fear that I'm going to end up with my dad's toenails because I'm getting older and I like at what point do you get old man toenails? Like it looks like you have to cut them with a chainsaw. <laughs> they get all thick. Um, I'm definitely afraid of that and then um, from my work um, you might know oh, in the medical field I'm super afraid of, of leg skin and I don't know if you ever encountered this but people get that really tight red flaky leg skin um, and it looks like it could split at any moment uh, I don't know A. I don't know how to prevent the toenails or the leg skin is this gross? look I just wanted you to know about my fears I want to be open with you about what keeps me up at night and it is toenails turning into like sequoia trees and my skin flaking off and it looks like a snow globe every time I take my socks off um, right now you're saying moisturize that's not it Your moisture doesn't fix this what do I do to prevent old man nails? I thought about um, getting regular pedicures in the hopes that that, that would kind of stave off. But it, it, this is internal, right? It comes from, from inside. My, I'm just afraid of my dad's feet. I really am. Um, I can't do old man toes. If I get old man toes, we're just going to probably induce diabetes so they fall off. I can't, I'm not into it. No, no old man toes and no red legs. That's, that is, that, that's a life resolution. Not like a new year's resolution, that's a life resolution. No old man toes, no red legs. The reason I went to Canada, the real reason was to spend time with my family. It's not true at all. I went to see the United States and Germany play a basketball game at the old Maple Leaf Gardens. Uh, the United States team is actually comprised entirely of our hometown team, the Kentucky Wildcats. So we went up there and, uh, it's a very small gymnasium. Uh, it only seats about 3000 people. And for a Wednesday game at, at it was, it was barely filled. Um, A lot of the seats were empty. I did not sit in my assigned seat for the entire game. Um, Because the child behind me who was seated in the row behind me. um, Was kicking the ever loving dog crap out of my seat the entire time. It felt (laughs) like I was being beaten to death through a plastic bag. Uh, So I got up and I moved. So I moved two rows in front. Uh, of, of the young of the young man with the happy feet. And one of the, the other children in his group in that row, they, they, it seemed to me it had summer camp vibes, where they brought a whole summer camp. to you with me? Like a church camp? It had summer camp vibes, this whole group. And I, I'm dressed head to toe, red, white, and blue. I had my Mike Arruzzioni uh, USA, 1980 US Olympic hockey jersey on. I was waving an American flag. Uh, go USA! And during one of the times when there's like very little noise in the arena coming out of a timeout one of the children, uh, teens, one of the teens yells, USA sucks! <laughs> my reaction was to be, ha <laughs> ha I laughed a little bit because we're not in the USA! I kind of waved my flag a little bit. There was a Karen from my hometown Who I think forgot that she was in a foreign country (laughs) because she turned around and she said, Young man, that is not okay. You need to apologize. What if I said that about... And she looked at the boy and was unable to uh, place his country of origin. And she stumbled and said, What if I said that about... uh, Wherever it is you come from. (laughs) And it's like, come on, lady. We're not, we're not in the United States. We're going to catch a little flag. And do we deserve it a little bit? Probably. I mean, we did give the world the Kardashians. <laughs> Wait, they're from Armenia. <laughs> anyway, the game was uh, fabulous. The entire Kentucky team was given, um, before the trip, they were given limited edition shoes. Nike, Nike basketball shoes from Kobe Bryant's widow. Vanessa Brandt gave the whole team shoes. Upon arrival in Toronto, the, half the shoes were stolen, is the report. They don't know who took them. They, you know, they have lots of secondary market value. I heard one report say that each pair of those shoes directly from Vanessa Brandt are $800 minimum. So one of the assistant coaches on Kentucky, they go for a run, Around Toronto to get their cardio up before the game and they see uh multiple homeless people wearing size 14 Vanessa Bryant limited edition shoes um I agree with some of the news outlets I find that charming that they didn't like steal them to sell on the secondary market that's not cool but you stole them to wear is is uh, is a <laughs> I like it um Rumors and reports are that they made a trade. Like, if you give us these shoes back, uh, we will give you other shoes. Uh, but it's been a wild couple of days. The game was the game was great. They have all dressed chips in the in the um, in the concession stand. So uh, I tell you what, threw my wife for a total loop. Um, she she went up and got a hamburger. As what she thought was a hamburger, it was listed as a beef patty. And when it came out, it was a beef patty wrapped in a puff pastry, which completely she, I I don't think she even tried it. Did you try it? Yes, I tried it, but Ace ate it because he liked it so much. But you didn't like it? No, it was fine. It just was different. Did you have your heart set on a hamburger? I did. (laughs) Is that what Canadians think hamburgers are? They are so like us, the Canadians. But that's my that's my report on on basketball comings and goings. So if you're in Toronto, if you're one of my Toronto listeners, and you see a homeless guy with a real clean pair of Vanessa Bryant uh, Nike Dunks on, um, feel free to just take them back because he didn't they, he didn't get them. <laughs> Imagine if they got stopped and went, like, oh no no I bought these limited edition Vanessa Bryant only shoes. Um, yeah, just take them back. You get to have them. If you, if you are able to get some of the... Because they didn't recover all the shoes. If you're able to get some, uh, mail them to me and I'll mail you a kumquat t-shirt from this show. We'll do an even exchange. Hey, this podcast. If you like this... Our brother, sister, and sibling podcasts are over and available uh, at scooppods.com. Yes, scooppods.com, where you will find podcasts just like this one, maybe even better. Uh, you'll you'll see you'll find something you like over there for sure if you go over to scooppods.com. That's a directory of our brother, sister, and sibling podcasts. Hey, we got some viewer mail this week. Ryder Appledorn writes in, and he wants a picture. Of my uh, uh, of the model trains that are set up in my in my living room, and I, he's going to get some of those for sure. Kerry wrote in and said the audio was much better today. I never noticed a P sound, the ps. I can't help but that, but you're going in the right direction. Well, that was before I recorded a podcast in a moving vehicle on the road. So we took a step back. Next week, it's going to be like butter in your ears I promise you Cody P writes in Cody P tells me uh, that, that Parasso the the shaving cream I was talking about la- a couple weeks ago they make a red scent he says I use Parasso red and I go okay what is that he says it's a sandalwood scent hot summer days he use it because it feels like ice oh Amazon it was just prime day I should have ordered some Parasso red hey give me a reach out on the socials, you can get me and in in, slide into my DMs over on Instagram at Newman One Three One Three or the show's Instagram at the Newman uh, at pod, uh, Newman the Podcast at Newman the Podcast. Uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, reach out and we're gonna we'll talk next week. Thank you all so much and go to ScoopPods.com and find another one of these shows. Uh, find find one of our brother sister or sibling podcasts uh, that you can jump on board. <music> When I was a kid, they marketed uh, snack cakes. But the the premise of the cakes, I don't know if anybody remembers these, is that there was a bear that worked at the factory. And that bear would take a bite out of every cake to make sure it was good. Uh, bear cakes, maybe, they were called. Um, does anybody remember this? Hey, I, I tell you who I follow for all this uh, uh, on Facebook is where I really follow him. Dinosaur Dracula. There's a guy named Dinosaur Dracula over on Facebook who uh, who collects, digs up uh, anything from our childhood. Uh, and, and every day when I see Dinosaur Dracula in my feed, I smile just a little bit. Um, but I remember bear cakes that had a little pre-made bite taken out of them, as if the bear had to make sure that each cake was was delicious folks thank you all for joining in this the tone of this one was weird um i was aggressive at times uh i just feel like i have to get all this out and i've been on a family vacation um with my family like she's right now she's stewing over there in the passenger seat like she's She's mad. I'm looking right at you. Passenger seat. The passenger seat. Yeah, you're in the passenger seat. You, you haven't driven once. So you didn't. Driving? You didn't drive once on this whole 1,800 mile vacation. Okay, passenger princess. <laughs> I don't like to drive. Uh, but I, you know what I've been doing is I've been stepping on an imaginary brake pedal every few moments. Uh, whatever jurisdiction awarded this woman a driver's license (laughs) the one we're in now (laughs) the one we're in now uh, that jurisdiction that that DMV should be should be closed forever and the building burned to cinders but you've done a good job driving like half the time on this trip (gasps) you haven't driven once I have (laughs) podcast listeners that expect a podcast Come Monday, come Monday, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. So thank you all uh, for joining me on this weird episode. Next week we're gonna get back to business, and uh, I'm gonna be making plans for my panda tour, uh, my panda tour where I'm gonna see every captive panda in the United States uh, on a on a on a tour. Uh, I'm making plans for that, so I'll be coming to a city near you. But if you see me in those cities, leave me be.